It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chaos Culture Radio. This is your boy, Prince Hakeem. And this is Ronnie Rob Mustang. Hey, Hakeem, what's going on, baby? How you I'm, I'm maintaining. I, I feel blessed and I'm highly favored because I got a special guest here who... Ooh. Who's this? We we have DJ Slice, who oh, you know who the Brother Society said was like a glue to a lot of the music that came out of here, and you know what I mean. And, and it just it is um it's a it's a full circle for me. Me growing up here, me growing up to listen and pick it up, pick it up, past the Buddha, you know what I mean, and a number of other songs that that kind of like shaped my life. So I'm really happy to speak to you, brother. And um, man, you tell me we got a legend. We got another legend on the podcast. An- oh, another, le- another legend. Listen, listen, listen. I don't oh. care if they're not a legend to to anybody else, but they're a legend to me in Miami. Oh. You feel what I'm saying? All praises, man. All praises. All praises. Definitely. Yeah, amen. Definitely. Amen. So, 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 DJ Slice. The, the way we like to work in here, we like to start from the beginning until the present. Okay. So, right. so, where, where are you originally from? Well, I was born into a man. Uh huh. And all my schooling there up to oh, I want to say eighty nine, ninety. That's when I moved to Florida. I went to college down there. Okay. Okay. So you so you came here for school? Yeah. Initially, I was in the Southern Military. I was in the Navy. So I came to Florida for that first. And then um, I was able to go home and instead of to go to school at University of Miami in a, a school called Career Institutes. Oh, wow. Which one nice. So what made you get into... Go ahead. No, I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, but I want to ask you, what made you get into, uh, into music? Well, I got into music when I was a young boy. I was hit to the hip hop. Nineteen seventy-seven, dancing. I started dancing first. Okay. And, then, uh, and I went to a friend of mine's house. It's like in seventy-nine, seventy-nine, eight. But I think it's seventy-nine. And he had turned it, and he was jiggy, jiggy, jiggy,
um, in New York. You know, right off the back, scratching back and forth, and the girls was going crazy, and we don't do it immediately to girls. Man, the girls are going fast. I'm like, I don't do anything to get in the girls. So, about 7980, when I started this around, I had to get serious on the DJ side, so on the 84, 84, 85. Okay, perfect. Now, my next question might be a little bit. So, so now, who? Okay, so how did you transition into? So, who did you meet first, Sonny or Luke? I met Sonny first. You met Sonny. Okay. Yeah, I met Sonny first. I was introduced Sonny to Verb. Now, if you don't know who Verb is, you don't know who Verb is, right? Oh yeah, one. He he he, he, he definitely know Verb. He has one of the. What he has a legendary verse on Scarred. Right. Right. So he uh, I was working with a guy named Ken Black at a studio down Disney Boulevard. And he was like, listen, listen, there's this dude up here up in North Miami. He has a studio and he just had a third blah blah blah. This was after Hurricane Andrew, Miami. Oh and, um, wow. yeah, so you know, all of us was going to do that. <laughs> so so we was kind of talking going back and forth, and then my lease for this that kind of like homeless show, I was homeless at this, I wouldn't say homeless, but this guy was renting out rooms in this basket. It was it used to be a used to be a bank who had our city studios, but they got messed up into the uh, hurricane. Well, he was letting me rent a small room out of the room space out of there, and he was like, "Listen, your things gonna have to be up there at the sales space. You're gonna have to leave." So I called Sonny. He's like, "Listen, I'm gonna have to leave this place." He said, "Listen, go home, go to Delaware, go celebrate Christmas with your mom, and then come back, and you'll have a place to go." Well, when I came back. It was his house. Oh wow! Okay. And it's in Sunny's house. So and actually, Sunny paid for my flight to go to go to Philadelphia. Wow, that's do you do, do you kind of do you kind of remember the feeling that you felt when you met Sonny? Like how did it feel at that moment? Because you know some he, people might not have that opportunity. Go ahead. Well, I didn't see. I didn't know who he was mm -hmm. on that level yet. You know, once once I got there, once I got to his house and. We got we sat down and started talking, and he was telling me about yeah. Well, I he said something about pick pick it up. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I've heard that record because me and my boys, uh, Dwayne and uh, uh the dudes named Natives of the Jungle, Dwayne and O'Neal, they we used to bump that record all the time. He's like, well, yeah, I made that. We made that record here. What? He's like, yeah, that record was, record was made right here. And he showed me the test press, the the, the pictures with him and them on it, and I'm like, oh wow. And again, like, yeah, we've been on tour. We're on tour. We're doing touring and all that. Like, oh snap! Okay, and that that took me to another level. Like, okay, this dude's and he's connected. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, so I kind of like, okay, let me let me hang out with him. Because before that, you know, you get with folks that they saying they doing something, and then it's all talk. Fact. Yeah, fact. That's he, real. Yeah, yeah he, he wasn't that. the truth. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, that. Yeah, telling the truth. Not, yeah, not, he wasn't there. Now let me ask you. So, so Sunny, so Sunny was, Sunny was behind home team. But I've always wondered, <laughs> like, what was 
were they signed to him directly or it was just in a conjunction with Luke? They, at first, they were signed to him directly. Mm. Right? So what happened, um, in the, story, the story is, they were originally, Deb and Drugsy were signed to Luke with Poison Clan. I remember that. Yeah. We, uh, they, yep. They, they was on they were that, Poison um, Clan. Yep. So <clears throat> something happened in the studio when they went to do the second album. Legend has it that Deb went up in the studio and tore up the tapes or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Got to ask Deb on that because I wasn't there. I just hear the stories, and they walked out. They was they was done with with Luke Records, and then Sonny put them on and said, "Listen, I'll finance the project." When they went in the studio, recorded uh, uh, the Saturn album, and put it out, and they started getting little dates or whatever have you. And then Luke got upset with that because they were making money or doing things without him. So he filed an injunction. Wow. It told all the, all wow. the stories that if wow. you sell this record, um, then I won't give you no more of my product. So that put a cock block on what Sonny and them were doing with, with regards to Pick It Up. And then wow. they eventually then they eventually worked out a deal where they, where Luke gave them an advance on the album and they bought the, the rights to the, to the masters, whatever happened. And then they went out, it got repressed up. Under Luke Records, but initially it was under Stomping Grind Records. Okay, wow, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Now, so I want, so I want to ask you. So if, if we have an up and coming artist, what's it? What is his best route? Because it seems like the music industry has a lot of shadiness going on. I personally would go independent. You have, you do, you have, you basically just got to do the work. Listen, if Suki Hana, who didn't have no promotion, no nobody. Yep. Could get, could get, you know, like she is. Anybody can. You are. And, and especially, and especially if you got some skills, it's just a matter of you having some marketing skills. If you know somebody that has marketing skills, you pay them. If you know somebody that does graphics, you pay them. You know somebody that does, that does individual things that a record label would do, you pay them or you barter with them, and you get the work done. That's it. No, definitely. Now, Slice, let me ask you a question. So, w what other records did you produce, like, w within that time? Uh, well, the first record I actually appeared on in Miami was a record called Put Your Body in Motion by Mikey D. Now, Mikey D was with Jonathan Black. Mikey D is the same guy that ended up with Main Source out of New York. Yes. Okay. So, Mikey D was living there for two years. So he was part of the hip hop scene there, and I linked up with him around end of 1990. No, not the end. Around September 1990, mm -hmm. and then he became a crew. And so that that was the first record I actually appeared on. The records that I did, uh, let's see, two live crews. Uh, that, that 1993 album, the 19, the back at your ass for 1993-94. Oh, you produced that? I, I produced six songs off of that. Wow. You Go Girl was the, main, was the lead single. You Go Girl. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I did that. Um, I did Luke's solo album, the album that came in right behind the 2.2 album. Yep. And actually, yeah. um, the one song, uh, uh, Cool, Cool, this song was called Cool. I wrote the rap verse for Luke. Whoa. 
Yeah. Boy, Luke, he, Luke, he gave that gems, boy. Yeah, Luke, Luke's rapping on the song. I wrote his rap first. Because originally Luke was just going to talk on it. He's like, now nah, I want to rap on it. I'm like, can you rap? I mean, you can go in there and say, he's like, no, you write the rap. I know you rap. I'm like, because <laughs> okay. I did some, I have, uh, did some raps on, on the uh, Society EP. Yep, that, yep. That, that, didn't, that did not make the EP. But they were on there. Mm, yeah, society told me I did that. I did that project in seven days. Yeah, no, nah, it was a little longer than that. It was a little, oh, a little longer yeah, than that. Yeah, it was a little longer than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's just amazing to see that. How can you see that? That it's amazing to see how behind the scenes how they get work done. You know what I mean? No, definitely. And this is why you have to speak to every individual to see. How the how these how these masterpieces were put together, but but yeah. I, I I want you to finish and, and go and, and and get to the other joints that you produced. Okay, so the two live crew album, obviously the the, uh, the back of your ass album, uh, the Luke album itself. Uh huh. Oh my goodness, the 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 uh, malignant graffiti. That's just me right now. I can't. Oh, even, yep. Uh, Which is a classic. Graffiti. And that album, yeah. I produced one side. Professor Griffith produced the other side. Professor Professor Griffith, he produced. Oh yeah, Professor Griffith made beats, absolutely. Yeah, he made see, most I, of the beats on his stuff. You see, I didn't even know that. I didn't. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I went. I remember going to Atlanta um, during Freaknik. This was '94, and we, me and Society, stayed at Griff's house. Wow. So Sign, well, Sign Griff went out. Griff had all these records. <laughs> he had a ton of records laying on the floor from one wall to the other. Man, don't you know, I went through his records. I was recording stuff. <laughs> I'm recording, wow, have my little tape, man. and I'm recording samples off of his records. That's crazy. I didn't even know he was a producer like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Griff made speaks. He may not tell anybody, tell folks of that on a, whole, on a whole level, but yeah, he makes speaks. He's very capable. Yeah, matter of fact, take a look at the credits on the um on the Malignant Graffiti album. I'm a definitely I'm a definitely look at that because um yeah. I know <coughs> certain places online they have the picture. Now here's a here's an interesting question: Why that album never came out, and why Deb and Drugsy never put out a second album? Now that was a mystery growing up as a kid because I've heard rumors that they went to jail. It was some other <laughs> stuff. Was, no, for real. This is yeah, like no, like. No, no, no. Because you're, you're, yeah, yeah. It is what I can say. Yeah. Okay, because this was like a this was like a folklore that we used to talk about. It was like, man, them dudes was like, because they had an ill rhyme style at that time, and mm -hmm. then once that first and foremost, when they was on poisonous mentality, I thought Deb. And, and and JT Money made a great combination. Like they, that that whole group was like that album was to me is actually one of their best projects, first and foremost. Yeah. You, you yeah. know so 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 when they got into home team, it really just was able to encapsulate their whole style, their whole rhyming style that I've never heard before. I've listened to a bunch of rappers in New York. The them two brothers, because I don't think a lot of people know they're brothers. They, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Their rhyming scheme was so different, but it was just like I wonder why they never was able to took it to a whole nother level. Well, it's rather than me speaking yeah. on a bunch of stuff, 
you'd probably be better off connecting with them and then having them explain it. But some stuff did go down, um, okay. unfortunately, okay. and it, that didn't that didn't allow for them to, uh, you know, do what they equal equal what the first album did. The second album, I think, would have done just as well, if not better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I will say that Deb was a different person after the incident of 163030 Oh. He became a different person after that. So, I mean, I know, I'm pretty sure you heard the rumors about that incident. Yes, I did. Yes, okay. I did. With, so, with yeah. You. yeah. Yeah, something did happen. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go into it. Like I said, better off to talking to them about it rather mm-hmm. than, you know what I'm saying? So, but in essence, he became a different person. So the album became different. There, as if, actually, there were more, we recorded more songs than that. We recorded more songs that didn't even get put onto the tape. Mm. Cause you, know, it, you are definitely right about that. Cause you know, I mean, in, in a malignant graffiti, there was a lot of aggression and a lot of the, his raps he was spitting. Yeah, he was very angry about some stuff that was going down around him. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's unfortunate because they could have really made a huge mark. I mean, they made a mark on Miami, but I'm talking what? about hands down. Hands down, they could have easily made a mark on that note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, they were definitely some gifted dudes on the microphone, but you know, again, some circus circumstances didn't allow it to go to that next level. Now, now, um, with that being said, did that, um, because. And, and from there on, did that stop you? Or because I know you from I think after them you worked with society, yeah? No, I was well, yeah, I was working I was actually working with them before I before I um started working with society. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I was actually working with GDG, them, and I was finishing we were finishing up two lives out. I was working on on quite a few projects. Mm. Plus, and we're not even talking about Sonny's roster, the roster he had in his studio. So I was either in the studio or on the road, on tour. Wow, and, and, and what roster that did, did Sonny got? Because I know they, I know they put out. I don't know if they put they put out a documentary about him. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. But um, they, what, what they, they had a group called Chain Gang, mm-hmm. which was an offshoot of Poison Clan, um, a, a Gooch, and a Red. They were partners with JT and, and drugs in them. Okay. They all live in the same, pretty much in the same area, all went to high school together. Okay. So, so it was them. There's another group called Natives of the Jungle, Uncle Al loved. Uncle Al used to play a song called Me and Jane that I produced. He played mm. that back to back to back to back. He would play that dang on there all day. That was his favorite record. was Me and Jane. And um, let me see. It was a uh, Buddha and 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 uh, Reese. I forget the name of their group at that time, but it was, so it was those three. This this other guy named Quancho. That's four. And Taz was primarily producing him. Um, from those funky bastards, he was producing him. And then I had a solo project that I was doing. Okay. So that's that's five. So that's that. So that rock that right there was the roster. 
and then we had some and we had some others that were coming in splintering doing stuff here and there and then all, ultimately Sonny did an album with, well not an album but an EP Sonny Quancho and Buddha and mm. I actually have the I have a copy of that wow yeah where Sonny's rapping on it mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. we did that as, and we did that at uh, at Studio Song. Because I, I also want to ask him, what made you uh, transition to society? What made you want to work with him? Okay, uh, in November, I think it was November of 93, sometime around there, I got to the office and Cy was there, but I didn't know him. And he, he just, well, you know, one of the guys that was around the office and, I, and we introduced each other. He introduced himself, I introduced myself, like, hey, how you doing, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then he's telling me he's doing graphics. He said he raps a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. So fast forward, I think it was around January, January, February of 94. He came to the house and asked me about doing beats for a project that he was thinking about working on. So I had some ideas. At the time, I was still living at Sonny's house. Yes. So I was, I had some ideas and we tracked one song. I forget the name of it. Uh, it wasn't Yes Indeed, because I didn't make Yes Indeed inside at, uh, at Sunny's house. I actually made that at the house that me and society were living in. Mm-hmm. But we were kind of dibby, dibby dabbing with ideas, right? And then around, that was the, the, the conference, the music conference. Um, oh my goodness. How can I be down? No, this is at Studio 183. Oh, okay. And uh, Betty Wright was there. Um, K7 performed, Tropical Quest, Angela Wimbush, and all, all these groups got there, and people got there, and they did their performances and whatnot. Me, Luke, Society, and Luke's bodyguard, um, I forget the man's name, Ron. Ron. Mm-hmm. He was there, and Michael M. And Mike, um, uh, Matt, all, of, all of our manager at the time was there, Mike. So Luke was looking at him, he said, oh, si, um, why don't you, you don't want to do, do no record or nothing like that? And so I was like, oh, man, I don't know about all that, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm chilling. I'm just, he said, well, look, you got a brother right here. Look, he make hip hop beats. Why don't y'all get together and do something? And so I looked at each other and was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll go in the studio. And we knew it. <laughs> um, we looked around, and I was moving from Sonny's house to Sai's house mm. because it was going to be easier for me to work with Sai. Yeah. We were together as opposed to me sitting at Sonny's doing all that stuff and then going on tour and all that. Yeah. So that was the reason why I moved out of Sonny's house into Sai's house. Otherwise, I stayed at Sonny's. Mm. Mm. So a lot of magic happened at Sunny House. If you can see yeah, that. oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and even, even with Yes Indeed, that was a swim. Okay, so when I made that beat, mm. the first person that heard that beat was Verb. Wow. He was the first person I let hear that beat. And Verb was like, nah, nah, I don't know about that. Man. That's different. That's something else. I'm like, listen, it could be hot. Like, nah, I'm like, okay, all right. So, go back in the house, 
And it's just for a couple of days. And then one day I'm playing it because I'm, I'm tweaking it a little bit, adding some stuff to it. And Sidewalk is like, yo, what's that? I said, something I was resting around. I said, can you put that on tape? Sure. I put it on tape. He took it in his room. And he started writing to it or whatever have you. Then I went out on tour. I went out for a couple of days for two times. When I came back, Sai was like, listen, can we go in the studio and record this, 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 and this? Because I gave him a couple of other beats. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. So we go in the studio and we record those things and I went out on tour again. When I came back, the lyrics were recorded, but they weren't mixed. There was no, there was no arrangement like, like that. I had to go in and do the arrangement stuff. The, the production. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Not just making the beat now. Now I got to arrange the song around. Arrange, arrange the songs around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, because I was going to say, you know, arguably, that's the biggest hip-hop song in Miami. I've heard yeah. that, too, and I, and I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate that. Big, I, I, big, know you're gonna get, I know you're going to get arguments from different folks. A lot of I, people. Yeah, but I get, I get, uh, um, I appreciate it either way. No, no, definitely. And even with society, I told him, I said, hey, I'm a listener. And I told him this, I said, you know, that's the, I said, you know, technically it was kind of like the first Miami hip hop artist with that joint because that was all over every mixtape you could think of the booty essentials and all that and you know people was like yo how did a record like this get on a bass mixtape you feel me <laughs> yeah no. yeah 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 I know I know you, I know it, it's funny because um the thing that the thing that uh, I wanted to make a record that appealed it's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. To a bunch of different people, but had a different sound to it. Mm. So one, the bass was going to give you Miami. The yep. going to give you Miami, right? The drums was going to give you New York. Yep. The strings was going to give you a classical sound. So, and which was a sound nobody, I, at that time, nobody was doing that. So I was trying to find, do something that nobody else was doing. And again, like I told you earlier, this was an experimental beat. Wow. I was shocked that he was like, yo, I'm right to that. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm 
put it on tapes, gave it to him, and he went in the room, and wherever he was going, you know, back wherever meetings he was going to, where I was doing what I was doing, you know, hey. Did you, in your mind, did you know, did you know that track was going to be successful like it did? Not when I first made it, but what gave me the idea that it could be mm -hmm. was two things. Um, no, three. I'll give you three. One night, um, me and Cy were at the house. This was in, I want to say May, because I think we had came back from Chicago. Because um, Cy went, went up to Chicago with us and whatnot. So we got back to the house, and there were a few of our mutual friends that came over. You know, they, they came to see me, but they came to see Cy primarily, you know, talk business or whatever happened. So they were like, yo, um, you got that beat? I'm like, what beat? But yes, the, the, the beat for yesterday. Yeah, because I had the drum machines sitting on, on, on dresser tables in my little room. Can you put that on and play it? Sure. I put the disc in, played it off the MPC-60. I played it once. Can you play it again? Play it again. Can you just make it so it don't stop playing? That beat played over an hour. They, do, they would not let me turn it off. Mm. And that let me know, okay, yeah, this, this one, I think I got something here. They would not, let, they literally would not let me turn the instrumental off. This wasn't, this was without side vocals on This is just the beat by itself, unmixed, off the drum machine. Yeah, that, that, that beat alone is just, it, it's, it's infectious, man. Right? It's infectious. And, and then I got two more. The other one was when we were in a, we were in Luke's van. I don't know if you remember, but Luke had a, had the Luke Becker's band. Back I remember that. Band. Uh, the iconic yeah. one. I remember that. Yeah, I right. remember that. Yeah. Right. So he used to test out his records in that band. That was one place he used to test them out was in that band. Test out mixes. We rolled around the city in the band playing that record and watching the folks' reaction when we ride past them. When we pulled up into, you know, we, we, we get the reaction. Folks like, oh, snap, what does that mean? You see, you see folks actually stop what they're doing and they nodding their head. But this is the first time that Verb heard this record mixed. So he comes to me and he says, yo, what is that? I said, that's the record that you said that you didn't want. He said, no, it's not. I said, that's the same record, Verb. And he looked at me like, why I sound like I'm like, because it's mixed, Verb. So he was like, oh, that's messed up. I'm like, B, that was your B. Wow. Decide when wow. you're gonna get whether you're supposed to get that beat, that was Burns' beat. Mm. So then the last one, we came off tour. We we was uh we did some shows or whatever, and we Luke had, I guess, just pressed it up. And we were doing the promo end of it. The promo end of the tour. So we get off the bus and we going into Pack Jam. But what we did, we made we went to the warehouse first. And the DJ, I forget the DJ's name. Uh, uh, sorry, for, but I forget his name right now. Mm -hmm. But he was one of Luke's main DJs. He put that record. That came yep. in. The crowd was like, oh! And they, we in the, we in the, in the warehouse like, I see that record. 
Yo, they not scared to ever stop playing. Man, we went in, we, me and him and Luke walked into Pac Jam. Man, they seen us. Trying to tell you. My, my I ain't open. never had I ain't never had folks rush me before like that. Mm. Like, yo, that was hot. Blah, 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 blah. All these people. They, I mean, and you see them just losing their minds as this record's playing. <clears throat> Excuse me, and this boy's robbing and all. I'm like, wow. Oh, yo, we got a hit. We got a hit. We got to capitalize on this. Definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, that those are the three stories in particular I can give you that let me know, okay, that record's going to mean something. Now, 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 mind you, so um, in your perspective, because I asked him that, and I want to ask you that, wh- wh- you know what I mean? What, why wasn't there no second album? Or like, yeah. y- y- uh, that, well, um, okay. I know um, there were some issues with Luke Records. Yeah. Um, I know I was... In the, in the midst of preparing a, a, a lawsuit in regards to mechanical royalties and stuff like that, um, he was fighting for a contract. But there were actually beats done for that record. And truth be told, I'm going to be honest with you, truth be told, we could have gone to a label, another label in Miami and gotten a deal to do that record. Because we remember, yes, indeed, it's still fresh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's still fresh. And all the Miami radio stations were playing that record back to back. It wasn't it, like they were playing it once a day. No, that record was getting played like... Back to back. It still yeah, get played. Go, yeah, you couldn't go nowhere without hearing that record. Yeah. You couldn't. And I couldn't. I don't care if you was in West Palm Beach, down to Key Biscayne. If you was in Orlando, if you was in Tampa, care, you was hearing that record. So... Uh, quite a few labels out there would have taken that record, but there was some, unfortunately, there was a rift between myself and him. Okay. Which stopped that from, from really going where it should have gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's over with now, but back then there was a rift. I, I honestly thought, like, the project y'all made was so beautiful. I could have, it, it would have been like a, I would have felt like you know how you know how you have um RZA and the Wu Tang and you know what I'm saying and you, you know how when the Wu Tang members try to go get different beats things sound a little bit different but I also, I always thought y'all meshed so well together that I would have loved to hear another project at that time in that moment too. Oh you know? oh absolutely absolutely I mean I wanted to do a second project Heck, we should I in my mind in my mind this is just me speaking to you frankly yeah. Me and him could have been what Gangstar was in New York. Facts. Or could have been what people I can see how smooth were. That's what we could have been. And really should have been. You know what I'm saying? There were constant. He would, out of all the MCs that I had dealt with, he was one of the few that dealt with concepts. Most yeah. folks would just rap, get, hit, hit you with some 16s, and be like, okay, that's it. Whereas, he was like, listen, I have an idea from a conceptual standpoint and a, 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 a mental standpoint. So he would come with those ideas and we'd go, okay, all right, let's, let's incorporate these things. 
rather than just, okay, you just gonna get in there and spit, and I'm just gonna make the song, and that's gonna be it. No, it's different. So when he transitioned, why didn't you transition with him to Slip and Slide? <laughs> um, I was doing outside projects beyond it. Like I had did, I had got a deal to do uh, a Superior's project. Which I, oh, you, I, I ended up, yeah, I ended up on. You worked on Mother Superior. Yes, she was on Island, and that money that Island was paying. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I did one of her songs. I did Uncle Wild's album with, with uh, Joy Boy, which it, he paid me a lot of money to do his. So I was doing projects while Cy was while Cy was battling Luke for the things he was supposed to get. And Joseph Weinberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kleinberg. Kleinberg. Yeah. 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 The the, uh, the Jewish guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of people fighting to get what was supposed to be rightly there, rightfully theirs from him. And um, unfortunately, me and Cy were two of those people. And so Cy went in whatever the direction he went in. Mind you, I told you, we had, me and him had a rip, so we didn't speak for a while. I yeah. think it was about three, almost four years before we spoke again. Yeah. So while he was doing his thing, I was doing mine. Um, I, I was doing um, Uncle Wow, like I said. I did Momsy. I did this kid named Hayes. His Black Hayes? Uh, not Black Hayes. It, it was a uh, Hispanic guy, Hispanic kid from doing Underground. Okay. And um, his record kind of flipped all over the place too. Not, of course, not like Yes Indeed, but it. All the Underground stations were playing. Were playing. Um, is a record called Dice of Life. I gotta check that out. Because yeah. I think I, I think I might know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's a, he's a white Cuban. I think he's from Cuba. White Cuban. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then I had I was working on this this young lady. Her name was Solitaire. Now Solitaire and Mother Superior were in the same crew, but uh, in the same link with those funky bastards. The whole clique of them that rhymed together. They started out as Asia tribe and then became those funky bastards. And then Mondi, uh, Solitaire, Richie Wonders, a whole bunch of born, born master, a whole bunch of them that got together with a quote unquote New York sound down there in Miami. You know, doing their thing. So I was linked up with, with, with uh, Solitaire, did her project. She was on Sony. Unfortunately, that record never came out, but we did that project. In New York, and we was promoting that, doing the hood stocks and all that. And then I got into the DMC competition again. Mm. So I started doing that, and then doing production on the kind of on the side, engineering on the side. You know, to get my to get my money. Wow. But but what um as far as the whole slip and slide connection, we actually did come together. Um, we linked up because uh, society wanted me to produce Trick. So he took me, he came and picked me up when I was living in Coral Gables. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. 
and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Um, what was that? Uh, uh, we went to slip and slide the, the studio where it was inside of a house. The first studio they had was inside of a house. Okay. And it was a nice, really nice studio. And that's where I met Trip. So he goes in there and we're talking and we're trying to discuss business. And it, what it brought out to is we, did, we couldn't come out with an agreement that was going to work best for all parties. So we just decided not to do anything. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, otherwise, I would have been on Trick's project too. Mm. You know, and, and truth, truth be told, he wanted a song similar to SD. He wanted a beat similar to SD. Mm. You know, which, which I was trying to sell him on. Like, look, you could do this. And I think what probably would have ended up happening was Cy would have probably hopped on that record with him to solidify it, except it would have been done in Trick style. Okay. Well, it, you know what I'm saying? Very Southern. With the swing on it. Right. And then Sai would have just did the, did the up north thing too and brought the two together. And it probably could have worked. No doubt. Considering where Trick was, it could have worked. And I just I just found a few years ago that Rick Ross and Recognize did a, did a freestyle over Yes Indeed. They did. They did. I think was it DJ EFN dropped that? I'm not sure. Yeah. I got to check. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they redid that. It's on YouTube. It's mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Mm hmm. Like, do you ever go onto the comments of the song of Yes Indeed and hear what the people are saying? There was oh, yeah. somebody. There was somebody. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, I said yes, I do indeed. Indeed, I I usually respond to them when I pull up a video of such and they have Yes Indeed in it, and else, you know, folks are saying I respond. There was one person who was like, "Yo, I heard this in '92 and I was in Paris." You know what I mean? There's, there, no, for real. There, there's number of because I read the comments too. Because I'm talking about this is, I'm gonna be honest with you, Slice man. This is a this that that song was the reason why I started rapping. Okay, that's what's up. You know what I'm trying to say? Inspiration. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, the funny thing is the the ironic thing about it is, you know, I didn't know none of y'all, so I'm thinking like y'all from Miami. I'm like, man, this is the first hip hop dude from Miami come to find out that. You guys are from up north, and 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 it just fascinating to me that which I think a lot of people need to understand is it's not where you're from is where you at. You get what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You no, know, because you from Philly, um, society's from like Long Island, Long I mean, Island and stuff like that. Debs and Debs and them are from the Bronx. They all came Bronx. down here, oh, and they okay. have 
you know what I'm saying? And they, and they affected us in a certain kind of way. So that in 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 it's it, it, it just a fascinating situation from that. So and it's funny, and it's funny that you're saying that. Um, actually, Dev and Drugs are both from um Flatbush. They're from Brooklyn. Yeah, they're from Brooklyn. Um, I know folks are saying they're from the Bronx, but no, they're actually from Brooklyn, from uh, Flatbush, East East New York is where they call it. Okay, which okay. Which is where which is where Jay Jay Wood Damager talks about East New York style. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, but uh, uh, the group that I was telling you about those funky bastards, they're all, a lot of them from the are either from the islands or from New York. Mm. So basically, a lot of cats from New York or from Philly, well, in my case, from Philly, came down and just introduced the sound that was off, that to to the bass sound. And what mm. I did was just incorporated the bass sound with my sound already. So it just enhanced it. Rather than me trying to buck the bass, I'm like, I can't do that. That If I did that, then what, how would you go, girl, come out? You're right. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Ron, do, he, do you got a question? What, what you Ron, oh, you my, uh, my apologies, I'm there. Um, I, Yeah, I do have a question because I was going to ask him how did, how do you feel about now with the music industry changing and what impact can a new generation learn from his old generation? I think that um, what the new generation can learn, the new generation got an advantage. Yeah. Because we have the advent of the internet gives you more control over your music where you want to stream, you can stream it wherever you want to. You don't have to just stream it where the record label tells you. You don't have to have to sell it where the record label, you know, the record label have certain stores they sell their, 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 the artists to. No, nah, it ain't like that. Now you can you can do anything. Anything you could think about, you can pretty much do it. So if anything, to be honest with you, from a from a marketing standpoint or a business some business standpoint, yeah, we're at, the old school cats are actually learning watching these watching the young folks. Definitely. Now, from, now and all. Now, what I will say is the quality of the music it's not is there. my chief complaint. It's not there. No, it's no, not. yeah, it's and, not. No. And, no, and I mean, I get it. I get it. Listen, I know, like. Cats from the 70s that was rhyming in the 70s when they heard cats from the 90s, they saying blah blah blah. But we're saying the exact same thing about these folks now. I guess my thing is I'm a lyrical guy, so if I'm hearing stuff that's lim 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 lim, you're not advancing. I'm thinking it's going to be better than like when I heard Rakim. He's better than Melly Mel to me. Oh yeah, by right? far. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, by far. Just, but Mel, you know, when you hear when you when I used to hear Melly Mel, he's dope. And he stuff he would say, like the stuff in the message and all of that. But then you hear Rakim flip words and and have puzzles in his rhyme. And like, oh, it, he he took what Melly Mel did and advanced it. And mm. let me let me let me rephrase. It's not that he's better. He just took and spun. Melly Mel's thing and made it better. So society took what he heard and spun it and made it better. Definitely. It's, like, it's so many MCs down there that spun things and made it better. Now I can I could put, for example, I could put Mother Superior. 
I could take Rock Bottom of the Mac and match it up with one of these songs that's out now. The songs that I'm hearing now don't have a chance against that. No, no, there's really no talent here. There's really there's, yeah, in, this, in this time of day, and that means that's no disrespect. And even even for the like the type of music that a lot of Miami guys are making, it's, it's trash. And I and I mean no disrespect on that. You know no, I mean? you, no, yeah, you, that's you, true. You, uh-huh. no, you, you just speak your piece. It, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, would just say I would just say that the standard has changed, and it's and it's changed. Here's why the standard has changed. It's changed. Because the people that are up top that are controlling the budgets yeah. are talking these artists into putting out that stuff rather than stand the artist saying, you know what, I want to have artistic integrity. And I'm going to speak to my people, which is what we don't have now. Instead, now we got, we've got NWA on steroids. We've got two live proof on steroids. Stero- yeah. Like, like for example, I was ta- just talking to um, what you wonder about this yesterday. You have, we have the song Whack. That's out now. Oh my God. That song makes anything two live crew did like a PG record. It does. That's like, whoa. And I, listen, I've seen some stuff when I've been, when I was on tour. It ain't messing with what they doing now. No, that that's that beyond that. Yeah, this is on some a whole other level. Like, whoa, <laughs> like, yo, what is no, going on? No, for real. She she even made a reference. She said, "I don't clean, I don't cook, but I still got a ring." I'm talking about like, yeah, yeah you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Actually, this is a new generation. Watched, yeah, I actually watched um about a minute into that video today. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna watch it." Me. Give it a chance. I watched about a minute of that video yesterday and was like, what am I looking at right now? No, it's actually not yesterday, it's today. It was this morning. And I was like, yo, what am I looking at right now? Wow, I had to turn it off. Because I didn't want to get, I didn't, because there was, it's, it was more than the, the, uh, the lyrics. It was the, the, the symmetry. The the the, the uh, Masonic references that are in the video, yeah. stuff that's in the video that are like way wicked that your average person is that does not understand signs, they're they're just looking at it from oh yeah she got a big button, her this is out and that's out and blah 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 and her breasts and her tongue's this long and they thinking about that they're not thinking about that 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 demonic symmetry that's in the video. One hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. Let me tell you something. I felt like it was a propaganda piece that the label put out yes. for, for for people to get hypnotized, to start turning people against what we truly are. And you know, there's a funny thing that went around on Twitter. They, they 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 had an acronym. They say "Women Against Patriarchs." Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a new thing now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's and that's that's really that's really the other thing that's going on. You, you, you know, that our sisters, that our sisters are have have been turned. I mean, I mean, this is going on for a minute now. This ain't just happened yesterday. No, this you're right. Where sisters are are like, look, it's about me, women, woman power, and I don't need no man, and blah blah. And we know where that started. At. Yeah, we know that. We we know who started it. Basically, cause, right. so yeah. You know what I'm saying? If anybody knows anything about the Willow Six letter, you, you'll understand what I'm saying. Definitely. You know, so, it, it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to make a reference that 
I don't think a lot of people know this, but until 1960, black people were in marriages like around 80 percent. Yes, correct. Absolutely. We were in an all-time Absolutely. high. Yeah, black family Absolutely. was an all-time high. Eighty percent. And you know the other, yeah. you, you know the other man is not happy with that. They're like, nah, we're gonna find a way to break that up. And that's around that same time, from sixty on to about seventy. That's yeah. when they started bringing in the the, the, the unemployment, the um the welfare and well, yeah, all the that welfare. stuff. And, exactly. and, and, the, and if your husband's in the house, you or the boyfriend's in that, whatever that is, they can't be there. You can't get, you get yeah, dead. yeah. Man, they started from sixty. Now, facts. Now, it, that's it, facts. That's facts. Facts, Mundo. Now, here's my question. Here's my, when did you call the quits? When you let, because I, I have to ask these questions. Because okay. it, 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 it dawns on me when you guys been here decades of your life. I'm talking yeah. about decades of your life. Y'all probably, you know what I mean? Because I, and then I like, when did it was like, it was over for you. Like, I'm done with this. I'm done with music. And I kept the moving. Well, I'm not really done with music. I just I'm choosing what I with what I do. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> excuse me. But um from chasing brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In that dream, oh, I became done with that in 2011. Oh, wow. And the reason why I be got done with it, primarily on that level anyway, was I found out who, my, who I was through bloodline. Mm. Once I found that I understood that I am from the tribe of Judah, I had to walk away. I had to look at the Bible different. I had to look at the Quran different. I had to look at everything that I was taught totally different. So I broke down and for a year and a half, went into study. And it, it study's still going on, but I had to kind of catch up to what information was true versus what was, what I was taught was false. Basically, I had to get the Christianity off of me. Back. Back. Woo! Yeah, we that, should bring him on the show again for the religion hey. part. Uh, I can't. And, and look, and, and wait, why are you saying that? Yeah. It's ain't even religion. Mm. It's not. It's religion, a way of life. Yeah, religion is Judaism or Islam or yeah. um, Catholic Church or Christianity. 
those or Buddhism, those are religions. This is a nation of people. Yes. Who had, their, who had their heritage stolen from them. Wow. And really? that's the that's the key. That's what made me like, hold up. Let me change my thought process here and if this is who I am, I need to walk in that. I can't walk as a pagan. That doesn't work. And to, to go even further, what really solidified it for me was when we, when me and my mom left and came to Egypt, or went to Egypt, because I, I went to Egypt first before I came here to Israel. Um, and I went to them temples, you know, the temple pyramids. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it's, listen, let me tell you both something. And anybody that's listening to me, it's one thing to read it in the book. It's something else to walk inside the pyramid and see black people enslaving black people. Mm. It's something else to, to see that the actual Egyptians were actually black and right. the people that were enslaving were the Israelites were also black. That every image inside the pyramid was all black. All of them to see it up close. Whew. That was like that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it makes my, my question is why are they not saying that? Because when I talk to a lot of black nationalism, they always tell me no. Um, there was no black slaves in Egypt, ancient Egypt. That was false. Okay, yeah, they're reading books, but they're not actually coming over here. Which, which is the one of the main problems with that, with I, that I have with so-called black nationalists is that if you're saying, if you're going to walk around with the Ankh, for example, like, like mm. I won't walk around with that because I know I'm not Egyptian by bloodline, right? So if I'm walking uh. around with the Ankh, then I'm going to, then that's telling you that I'm Egyptian. Well, if I'm Egyptian, then why am not, why am I not doing the rituals that the ancient Egyptians did? Why am I not Venice visiting if not living in Egypt? Facts. Facts. Why, why am I not speaking the ancient hieroglyph? Facts. Why am I dressing like an American if I got the if I got this uncle, if I got this uncle, I should be dressing like an Egyptian, like the ancient ones did. I'm just saying, mm. there's a, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between religion and bloodline nationality. Mm. Mm. And that's the problem with so many of our people, even folks that are Israelites that think they're Egyptian. Like, no, you're not Egyptian. Now, I get it. There were black people there well before Christopher Columbus. Absolutely. They were there. Listen, black people dominated this and have, were the original people. Yeah. Or are the original people. They've been yes. all over this earth. And that. Um, the people that we know in the Bible was Hamites. They went to America as well. This is why you find a lot of their a lot of their designs that were in Egypt. You find them in Mexico, in Texas, in yep. New Mexico, all South America. They were all there. Yep. All right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just stuff that that um, for me, find going to the places and finding it out, seeing it up close. And then having the Bible or even the Quran, because I read from the Quran too, and I Same read here. from the, a lot of the missing books. I read from all those books. And I'm looking, that's all Hebrew history. Matter yep. of fact, if, uh, for those that, that really read the Quran like that, if you really read the Quran like that, 
you'll clearly it clearly tell you that the Israelites were the chosen people. No, it it states that. It states right. That. So so since that's the case, then you need to go back to the Bible. Like, okay, well, if that's saying that, then this is saying, and, th and this book is before that book, and the ancient other ancient books like the Dead Sea Scrolls or Enoch are before those books. Then, Ooh, he's yeah, you talking some stuff there. Yeah, but I was going to ask him too because there's, you know, there's different type of Hebrew Israelites because there's one that don't believe in the New Testament. There's only one that believe only in the Old Testament. Old Testament, yeah. So, there's there's, there's non-Messianic and Messianic. Yeah. Now, me okay. personally, I deal with the I deal with both. I deal with the Old and the New because it doesn't okay. make sense that the Old stop that the Old Testament that's the end of it. That doesn't make any sense. That means our history stopped at Maccabees. Right. right. So now, so now we have no after that. That makes no sense. So now, and for the non-Messianics, my problem with them is, okay, well, if you're not going to deal with the New Testament and you're saying that Christ, for example, you're going to say that he said he, that you don't have to keep the feast, which he never said that, right? Nor did he ever say that you were supposed to worship him. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Go you ahead, you're going there. He never said that. Say, exactly. Facts. They always say, right. oh, yeah, you, he, you're not supposed to be worshiping Christ. Christ never said that. Christ said to worship the Father. Yep. Facts. That's yeah, straight yeah. up down. Yeah, right, straight up. But, yep. but here's but here's the other, here's the kicker. If right. you're non-messianic, but you're living in America, and the law's not done away with, law's not done away with, then why are why is all these people that are non-messianic why are they not coming to Israel behind here? Because the law's not done away with, right? Yeah. In the law, it states that we're supposed to come to the land three times a year for the feasts. Hmm. Now I'm messianic, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, that, that's a good point. That's yeah, a good that's point. A good point. That, there's no getting around. There's no scripture that says you ain't supposed to come back because every time, like when Ezra came back um, from, from, from captivity, they made a covenant that they were going to keep the feast. When Jeremiah came back, when uh, uh, every time we went into a different captivity and we were brought back to the land, we kept the feast. And, and, matter of fact, and even in the New Testament, in Acts 2, in Acts 2nd chapter, what did they do? What, what, what feast were they keeping? They were keeping feast of first fruits. Yeah. Where? Correct. Here in Israel. And, yeah, Pentecost. So this, so this is after Christ's dead now. Mm -hmm. Christ's gone. So what, why you, they were keeping the feast. But after that, that's because according to the, no, because, uh, uh, let me uh, iterate yeah, on this. Because according to the, uh, According to the Apostle Paul, he yep. said the law was done away with. So that's why a lot of people are confused on which law to keep because he said the law is done away with because I have now received the blood of Christ. So right. that's but why a lot of these um, messianic saying, no, we're not keeping the law no more because I already accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But that's, that's, but that's the thing. He never said it. He didn't say it in the way that folks are understanding it. He said the law was not for people that knew the law so basically if i know the law then the law doesn't apply to me because i know the law whereas if you don't if you're not a law keeper then all the law is going to apply to you because you don't know the law you need to go back in there and read that law you need to go back and read remember paul also said that all things are for of old time were for our learning well right. well that's the law is part of that right 
And hundred percent. And in Revelation, it clearly tells you Revelation is twenty one. I think either twenty one or twenty two. It says, "Blessed those that keep the commandments." All of those that are that don't are dogs. Mm. Mm. So I'm saying, why isn't Revelation saying that? But someone's saying that Paul said that the law is done away with. No, folks don't understand Paul's writing and won't admit it. That, that that's a hundred percent true. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think that um, more people don't travel to the motherland? And, 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 and how did you travel and affected your, your whole upbringing of this? Okay, well, the reason why a lot of folks won't travel here is because they're told that, they're, that, that we're waiting for the Most High to bring them back here. Mm-hmm. From, you know, that's a, that's a doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, I really I don't that, no, excuse me I really don't want to get into it on here I'd yeah. rather talk to you guys off 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 of this you know what I'm saying yeah because that that's a whole doctrine right there and woo. <laughs> no no but, it, I could tell you, you we we really got to build on that because because I'm yeah. I'm really interested in about that because um even to the point where like um you know you know here us being Black American here in America. Remember, we hear a, a, a whole assortment of number of things about Israel and Palestine, and how Correct. how it's it's <laughs> how, 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 how Israel's racist to black people, how they're treating oh, Ethiopians, man. and oh, you know okay. what I'm saying. We, we, you, you you're there on the front line because you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. My 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 parents and everybody, we're a spiritual person, and just the way you think, my mother said the same thing. We gotta go to Israel and eat and pray you feel me okay so check it out so let me let me answer two questions the first yeah. one was you asked how how i got here yeah well the most high put that spirit on me like it's time for you to go this is 2013 okay so that spirit was actually 2012 he put spirit on me like it's time for you to go so <clears throat> i had to convince my mom like if you if you're really about this walk, you're gonna, to, you're gonna have to go. Now I'm ready to go. She's like, ah, you ain't leaving without me. Heck no. So <laughs> we sold the house, sold stuff, and we bounced. We went to Egypt first. Then when we got to Egypt, we were there two years, well, a year and a half, and then we found that we weren't supposed to be in Egypt like that, and we couldn't really settle there. So we made the move to Jordan. We sat in Jordan two years, mm. traveling. Which in Egypt, I did the same thing. I traveled. I went to Aswan. I went to Karnak. I went to Luxor. Did the Nile cruise. Went just about every, the only place I didn't go to in Egypt was Alexandria. Basically, you did your pillage. Yes, absolutely. This mm-hmm. is why I'm confident in what I speak because I've seen these things up close and can compare them to the Bible. I can, can hear it. You know what I'm saying? So we left from Egypt and went to Jordan. Stayed in Jordan two years. I did that. Uh, going to land of Moab, land of Ammon, land of Edom. Went down to Aquaba, went down to the Red Sea, saw all that stuff, the King's Highway, all that stuff. Then Most High was like, okay, you've done this, now I need you to go home. And I had already been coming over here, you know, seeing what was going on and all of that. So me and my mom, we've been here for years. And I've been traveling here too, seeing stuff. Although this corona mess then kind of slowed me down to some degree. Because mm-hmm. now you can't now travel. You can't go. You can't really travel the same way as before. So that's what got me out here. Plus, I took the vow of the Nazarite, or what's called an Essene. 
So that is another thing that maybe change up um, dealing with a lot of different things. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had I took that and I took that like forever. That's not something like normally you could some some folks can take that for like 30 days, 60 days, whatever time they want to make up with the most high. I chose to do lifelong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now the other thing you asked me was about um the racism over here. Yeah. Okay. So it's race more racist over there than it is here. Mm. Uh, that that is factual. It's much more racist over there. The it um over here now is there some some folks that give you funny looks? Yeah, of course. But it's not like it is over there. It's just not. You know what I'm saying? But bottom line is the Most High will protect you while you're here, just like He protects you over there. Yeah. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? But the protection is stronger, obviously, in the motherland. Yeah. You feel me? The and and something else I want to bring up real quick. The Palestinians, um, the Palestinians that are here, um, they, they, <laughs> you do know they're black Palestinians here. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I don't need to have that. So I don't need we to don't have need that it. We, but oh, we, yeah, we know that. Yeah, oh, you know, oh, but, but yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. For a long time, I was unaware until 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 somebody has showed me a YouTube video. You know, me. You hear people talk about this stuff, but it's not yeah. nothing. When you know, me dad did a documentary, and and yeah. they, and I seen there was a couple guys on there who was talking. He said, "Hey, my parents been. I've been here six, seven generations." And you know what I mean, yeah. which, which 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 is daunting. Like it makes you think it it is. It, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. It, it is daunting. I mean, listen, when I got over here, just going to Egypt and seeing all that stuff, and then seeing all that stuff, enjoying seeing all seeing Sodom and Gomorrah up close here in Israel, up close, seeing the real Mount Zion up close, not that one that they promote. Up there in, in Jerusalem, that fake Jerusalem, not that one, the yeah. real one in Iraq. Yeah. Seeing that up close. That, man, look, it, it's, it's just another level of like, whoa, for real. It's a whole other level. Like, yo, these folks stole our nationality, they stole our heritage, they stole it. They just snatched it from us and then gave us something else. They gave us a trash religion rather than our, than our nationality. A trash religion that allows you to eat whatever you want to eat, knowing that God didn't intend to eat that in the first place. Now, folks, is sick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? High blood so pressure, sick. Everything. And everything. everything. Yeah. I mean, when uh-huh. I, man, when I understood that, when I really understood that, I was angry for a long time. <clears throat> I was angry for a long time. Like, yo, they stole stuff from us. Not just some old Israel black. Because to be truthful, everything out here was black. Correct. Everything, everybody, the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Edomites, all, the Egyptians, the, all of them, the Palestinians, 
all of them are black. All of them. This whole this is all Northeast Africa right here. Yeah, yeah, which which people call it the Middle East. <laughs> East. No, what Middle East? Where's the Middle West? The middle, like the brother said, where's the Middle that was North? That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's that? Well, none of that. Uh, in, another thing too, in another thing, too. And they call too. it, they, and, they, and they call this Asia too. And I'm like, how is this Asia? When For you, real. Read the, if you read the Bible, it tells you that Paul went to Asia Minor. Basically. Asia Minor, you know, Asia Minor in Israel. Where's that? And you know, I took in biology before and chemistry, and something that really dawns that I think a lot of people just from a common sense point of view, if a place like that that is so hot, how can people with fair skin complexion can survive there? Oh. That's what they were saying. Yeah, they were everybody was black. Exactly. So, so, what did Malcolm X say? What did Malcolm X say in the movie? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. We got melanin skin. Our skin can it can adapt to that type of weather. Yeah. What did he, what did, what did he tell what did he tell that what, the um the preacher in the jail in the movie? What did he no, say? We, I don't remember it verbatimly. Basically, he said. Basically, he said. Um, the people in that re- it says historically the people in that region were all melanin. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Yeah, Melody. And the, and the guy said, he said, what color was Jesus? Jesus was a Hebrew. Now that's not his name, but I'm just saying that for reference. Yeah. Um he, he said, Well, what, what color was Jesus? He was a Hebrew. Well, he was he was uh he called him uh, uh he he called everything but black. He said, No, he was black. And I was like, No, he was this color. That's it. it's kind he of like I, everybody else. And and mind you, Israel has the highest rate of skin cancer on the earth. I know that. Yeah, I've yeah. I've I've, heard, I've read about that, and that's why I say those like. If these people were really the people that were supposed to be here, they wouldn't have skin cancer. No, basically. Because they, 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 their body, their body can't can contain that type of heat, but no, our body can. can. Yeah, Listen, yeah, our body can. This is why we were able to build. This is why they were able to have us build the Egyptians. They knew that they wouldn't have no money doing that slavery because nobody would pass that out. They would have died out there. <laughs> um, that's we were able to build the pyramids out there in Egypt. Why do white people had us come over from Africa, go over to America, and build that stuff out, out there for long hours of the day because they knew we weren't going to get affected by skin cancer. Whereas yeah. them, yes, they were going to get affected. Even after sixty years, I think I think they've been there what sixty years, if I'm not mistaken. Seventy years. Seventy two years. Yeah. And still to this day, they, they haven't been able to get a handle on things. No, not at all. No. You, you, you know what I'm trying to say? And, it, and it's from common sense. For me, just looking from the outside, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see, like, hey, something's not right over there. I say, you know what I mean? You, a bunch of people getting sick, getting cancer. Because I read about a lot of people in Israel who, who getting cancer. I'm like, people can't survive there. Right, but the people at the moment don't get that. No, yeah. I've been down. I've been down there plenty of times. I got people down there. They're not getting that. Mm-mm. Let me. Let me yeah. I, I, now I got a question for y'all. Check yeah. this out. And I know I'm. I'm probably. We're supposed to only do this for 50 minutes. But yeah. I ran out of time right? But check this out. Mm. Let me ask you a question. What was created? What was created first? The sun or the earth? The the sun. The sun. Sure about that? Oh. Mm. Yeah, because the sun, the, the sun, without the sun, uh-huh. everything dies. No, so let, everything let, depends on the sun. You're wrong. Okay. Go back, go back. Let's go back to Genesis in the Bible. What, 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 mm-hmm. what, 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 what did God mm-hmm. create first? Because uh-huh. I get, I see where you're getting at. God created the earth, 
We know that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So when so when was the sun created? The sun was created after. After, after yeah. So, how, so so but you just told me that the sun was created first. Yeah. Yeah, because no, because the problem is because um mm -hmm. because everything depends everything depends on the sun. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the birds, us, everybody depends on the sun. So they right. say the sun was already created first, but the sun didn't have no brightness. No, it's that's no, no. It says in the Bible, it says the sun was created on the fourth day. On the fourth day. And in Correct. the Quran, in, in, in the Quran, it says the exact same thing. So if that, so hold on, let me finish now. So yeah, go ahead. That's the case, right? And mind you. The but the sun is for the service of man. Yeah. Not the other way around. Yeah. They got us to to worship the sun. The thing is, where were you taught that the sun was created first? Where were you taught this? It's and science. In science. Oh, science. Ain't it's that school. funny. And what was those people that taught you that? Yep. Of yep. course. Yeah. Oh, your there's your, my your point. That's my point. point. Yeah, you got a point. point. You got a point. But it's crazy you said that now that it comes back to me. But you know what's so conflicting about that too? When they also mm -hmm. state that the earth was like a big ball of ice at one point in time. But it never, it never was that. But yeah. that's a whole other conversation. I ain't going to go into that right now. Yeah. That's it's, a whole other conversation. It was not a ball of ice. It's not even a ball. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, but no, but I love it because you're giving us a lot of information. No, no, I appreciate it. Listen in, they're gonna be thinking. They're gonna be he, thinking, he, brother. He, he he did get a lot of, and not only that, but recently I just started doing research because you know in Egypt, a lot of black people were looking at the sun for like nutrients, a lot of vitamin C, a lot, yeah. of, I mean vitamin D, a lot of stuff benefit from us by looking at the <laughs> sun. However, right. they made the we sun a bad thing by telling us to wear shade. But go ahead. Right, and and even the the moon. Was was actually good for us. Yeah. Right. The moon so, as well. so, yeah. right. So it, it says the Bible says it, that the that the those three lights, the the sun, the moon, and the stars, were given to us for signs, seasons, dates, years. So if the Bible actually says this, which corroborates what the Quran says, one hundred percent corroborates what the Dead Sea Scrolls say, which uh -huh. corroborates what Enoch says, then why are we taught that the sun? was not only created first but the earth rotates around it when you can go outside and stand outside and watch the sun come from the east to the west so if the sun so if the, you can watch the sun rise from the east go over you set in the west then how is the earth now spinning around the moving sun that that, that does make a lot of sense it doesn't make a Think lot about of sense it. Yeah. i mean mm -hmm. it, it, nobody has to believe me just step with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Outside in early in the morning and watch the sun rise. And you tell me where's the earth moving to if the earth if the sun is rising over you from the east. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But we were taught by some folks something else. Mm. Which you can't mm. prove because um, which you which what I'm saying you can prove you can step right outside and prove your prove what that is that you can see the sun rise in the east set in the west in the Quran it says the same thing in the Bible it says the same thing all these different books that mind you were written in the east say the same thing the problem is we're Western we're being taught by Westerners and even people from Europe. We're learning, we're learning their education instead of learning the one that God gave us in the first place. By taking us out of the Bible. Uh-oh. Woo. No, you said a lot no, no, of stuff that got us like, you got me like, thank you right now. No, no, you I'm see, it, 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 that, and that's the only reason why we're quiet. You dropped some gems here. You know what I mean? And aside from all the music stuff, but this is what really important to be for yeah. me. You know what I mean? For a lot of people, and this is what, you know, I'm happy you was able to have this conversation. Yeah, we, thank you, man. Oh, no doubt, that, no doubt. There, there's so much more. It's just opening up the books and really observing the sky. No, no, you're 100% right, man. And, brother, we, we definitely need to really build on that because me and Ron here, we, we, we're, students of, we're students of knowledge. And, you know what I mean? And we, we're, we're spiritual people as well. And, and, Absolutely. And, and we take Absolutely. things like this seriously as, for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look, look if, uh, as um, the first thing as far as that spirituality, get religion out of the get religion out of there. That's that's garbage. We, we you're right. Me and him talk nah, about you, this too. Yeah, yeah, nah. You 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 find that if you're an Israelite, you know what tribe you're from, then you operate under that premise. This is the yeah. tribe you're from, so you need to operate like that is your great 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 something grandfather some generations down the line. That's it, and you operate under that custom. Not religion. You operate under that custom. Period. No, no oh, we going to church on Sunday, and we're going we gonna to pass some tithes and all. No. Whatever tribe you're from, you operate under that bloodline. Yeah. Because it's a bloodline of people, not no, a religion that, some, that the Catholic Church, mind you, made up all of them. They made up all of them. Yeah, and I that, but it also taught us to hate ourselves. Cause I realized exactly. like, like talking to different people, and I that, but listening to different videos, you see people they say it was Jesus black. People are afraid to say black, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you're supposed to be able to say no, he was black. And you ask the white man, no offense, I don't mean to say that, but you ask a European, is Jesus white? They're gonna tell you, yeah, he was white. Right? Yeah, they're gonna, gonna say that because so they're, gonna, they're gonna, say- gonna say it with passion, like they, cause they believe in their kind. We didn't start believing in our kind, and that's and not, and, and not only that. They got us to they believe in it for themselves, but they want us to believe it too. So much so that they beat it into. Look at that. We didn't beat our people to believe it that Christ or in the Hebrew we call it Yeshua. We didn't beat nobody into the into the beat that belief into them the Hebrew that he's black or melanated. Yeah. They beat into us that everything was white, everything, everything that was. Dope, for lack of a better word, was white. 
and everything was whack. Whack. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That that's what it boils down to. So, you know, for I'll give for me to give you something, take religion out of your out of your your vocabulary. Let's talk about bloodline. What tribe do you come from? Originally, what tribe do you come from? Do you if you're if like, like for example, if you're um from the seed of ham, for example, and you're saying you're Ethiopian, okay, well, or from Kush, okay, well find out Kush's customs and walk in those. And let me see you walk in your forefathers' customs. Don't walk as a pagan, but tell me you can Kush and you walking around with the beads and stuff on your neck. Yeah. Now, it, it, it's funny you say that because I, I I've been trying to um research more about the Levites. Cause you know I me, mean? that's what the brother said that we're from. Like we're from the tribe of Levi. Cause you know, okay. my my, we're my yeah, we're Haitian. My, my, our parents are from uh from Haiti. So 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 we, huh? That was doing the chart. Y'all based on that based on the chart. You're on the chart, yeah, based on the chart, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So 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 you know I me, mean? we 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 try to live more um more on that on that sense. But it does make sense when they say we're from the tribe of that, cause I know <clears> they say. Levites were more of like priests and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's some Le there's some Levites. There's a ton of Levites out here, to be honest. With you. Oh. A whole bunch of them out here in Africa. Well, wow. in, in continental Africa. Oh yeah, it ain't just Haiti. Mm. It's a whole lot of them out here. <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. And then some of them, are, some of them are righteous and some of them are wicked. <laughs> <laughs> no different than they are over there. <laughs> chart up in front of me right now. No, 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 no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to deal with the chart. I wouldn't want you to tell me what's from scripture. But he's from Benjamin. And in Acts, the book of Acts chapter 20, it don't have 29 in the Bible. But there's a book of Acts chapter 29. It tells you he went to England. Okay. Right? So he had Benjamites up there that he was going to talk to. So the Benjamites have always been in England. Just like they, they've been in Jamaica for perpetuity, per perpetuity, for a long time. They all through them through them Caribbean islands. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's it's no, it's deep. <laughs> it's it, deep. It, 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 it's deep. We, I'm, it, I'm, it, not, I'm, not, I'm not even scratching the surface. Yeah, it, 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 I, I know this is supposed to be about yes, indeed. There's so much. No, 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 it, no, no. To be honest with you, no, no, no. It's no, no. really about you. It. It's not yeah. about yes, indeed. I want to get that correct. That's just a record. Okay. It's about you, because you know yeah. you made the record. I said, hey, I, when I spoke to him, I said, man, I got to talk to the producer. Because let me tell you something. You rapped on it, but there's nothing like it, everything is messed. So you telling us this is just as a part of your story, and that's what I want people to hear. That's what's important to me to hear. That. Yeah, 
Right, right, no doubt. Yeah. And there's that, and so with all that being said, my journey on this started in 2011, and this is the most high been just to leave me and my mom. I, that's so beautiful, man, to hear you that. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was time to come home, and I'm here, and it's a blessing for me to do the feast here. It's a blessing for, for me to serve him. It's a blessing to know that I have someone that died for me for because, listen, I have been through some stuff. I can only imagine. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Be, being in that music industry, you see Ed <laughs> do some stuff. <laughs> and you look back at, at my age, you look back on it, you're like, oh man, look, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was trash. Do you still, <laughs> I was trash. Do you, do you still keep in contact with anybody from back then? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, me and and some of the brothers from from those funky bastards have reconnected, and um, I've been talking to Mother Superior. <clears throat> excuse me, which she's another person I think y'all should reach out to. Mm. Um, it's Monty. Um, because. Rock Bottom of the Map, that record, man, everybody wanted to hear that record when that record came out. No, definitely. I would love <laughs> I would love to talk to her. You know, I, I reached out to Drugsy, and I reached out to Dev. They never got back to me, because you know well, what I'm saying? I can, I can link you up with, with Mom's difference. Yeah, you and, know what I mean? Um, and I don't, know, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're familiar with those, those funky bathers. But, no, I heard about that. I, 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 no, I definitely heard about them. Okay, yeah, you should definitely make up with them because they have some history themselves. Um, who they perform with? I mean, all of us come from, and mind you, but I know societies they they quote unquote the hip hop record that really popped off. Besides, pick it up. Yeah. But there were groups down there that really were putting it down. You know, around the same time. That we were, and, and even and I, like I said, and even so, like I said, even from 1990 when I got there, there were some groups. Asia tried being one of them to turn into those funky bastards. There was a DJ named DJ Chris. Um, they call him Classic now. Uh, DJ Coop Deville. These guys were nasty on turntables. Lord Mecca, who um, I'm, I'm pretty sure side bigged up. Lord yep. Mecca been down. Lord Mecca been putting it down for a minute. And back then he was called Grimo. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you something that you probably can answer, and then we're yeah. gonna wrap this up. Okay. What was Luke's fascination with up north artists? And the reason why I say, com- compared to his whole roster of artists, literally there was um, there was what maybe like seven or eight acts that was from up north. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, depending on what, let's see, let's, what years are you talking about? Now? We're, we're talking we're about, because um, he had some other guys from Philadelphia that was on, on his on his record label. You know what I'm talking about? The Buff- Buffalo Soldiers? Yeah, but I, I never met them. But yeah, I know, I heard of them. I never met them, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Then, then it was y'all, then it was home team. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I was even... You see, and this is a question that I have to ask Griff. He even had he haven't had Father MC on a label for a little while. Yeah, I remember that too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this, this is what what um, you know what I mean? Um, society vaguely went in this for me, and you probably would say because he told me how he got down here, and that was through Griff. I didn't even know Griff was even signed to Luke, and it, yeah. it, 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 and, and I don't even think people in Miami know that whole Public Enemy connection. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because um um when I got the, the, the Griff record, I'm like, he's with Luke? Hold yeah. on, let me play this. I'm like, this dude's supposed to be the minister. I'm thinking he's gonna I'm like he's gonna be doing boo- with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who are you using now? I put that freaking on like, oh, wait a minute, hold up. He's going to put me I'm listening to the whole thing. Like, All right, I'm not mad at this. And I'm thinking, okay, well, Luke's trying to transition a little bit. Not not all the way, but kind of putting his hand in that hip-hop jar, so to speak, but with the, the, the up north vibe. And then he was already kind of dealing with it with Poison Clan. Poison Clan was, was to some degree already there. Yeah, yeah. They were doing bass, but you could still hear the influence because Debs was there. Yep, for the most part. Why are you yeah. fronting on my man Debs? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, hey, that's what that was. And then, but after that, who was it? Um, 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 no, 5 MC was Aftersod. You got 5 MC, you had MC Sade that was on Sade. that record? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, it, it, it's a lot of up north cats that was on that Luke Records that was on exactly. under that branch that we, we would have to sit here and unpack. And this was, I would say, Luke being a person from down south, he did okay. something that I, I think that I haven't seen a lot of people did here, even to oh, the record really? makers here. He, Jiggy he, G? Huh? Jiggy G? Yeah, 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 Jiggy Jiggy, yeah, she's in the, she's from Brooklyn, you yeah. know what I mean? And, 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 yeah. and, and this is why I was like, what was his fascination with it? Because, you know what I mean, it, 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 it dawned it on me on that. Because, I, I, now, I can't speak for him, but I think he had a love for the, for a lot of New York hip-hop. Think about it. When, I remember going to Pac Jam, and they were playing a lot of New York hip-hop in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying now, obviously, they was playing a lot of Miami artists, too, Southern artists, Texas, Atlanta. But they were playing New York, too. And it was just an opportunity to have a little bit of everything on his label. Listen, this dude went and got H-Town. H-Town's from Texas. Yeah, this is why I say he was ahead of his time. Time, yeah, yeah. He, you know what I mean? He was, he was an indie label going after artists from different states. Yeah. He could have just stuck with the artists in, in Florida. Because there was you're, plenty of uh, so-called boom back hip-hop talent in Florida. But he went kind of went outside. He had people kind of working for him. And when he saw what they were doing, like, okay, he was because when he came, that matter of fact, when he came to me um, for the Two Live album, Fresh Kid Ice found out about me. He came to Sonny's house. Yeah, God bless the dead. You know what I'm saying? And asked me and said, yo, um, I'm hearing about you. I heard you got beats. Yeah, I got some beats. Put, can you put some beats on the tape for me? Sure. He put, I put like nine beats, I think it was, on the tape. And he took them down to the office. And then he called me and said, hey. Okay, I'm coming to pick you up now, and we're gonna you're gonna come down here and you're gonna negotiate what you need. Okay, so Fred kid came to the house, 
picked me up, took me down to the office. I go up into the upstairs and meet Luke and Weinberger. And Luke's like, yo, man, I'm filling these beats. How much you need? Okay, I need 6000 Joe, cut that check. He pulled out the checkbook right there. Cut the check, gave it to me. I'll see you in the studio in about 45 minutes. I hopped down to the bank. <laughs> hopped down to the bank, cashed that check, went to the house, got the drum machine, and the drum machine, so I did beats on both of them, and ran to the studio. Mm. And th- th- and there's where the boom back end of Luke, of that two live crew album came from, was for me. Although I did do the You Go Girl song. Okay. So that was the one bass for that I did right it, it it's beautiful here and it also and it's crazy but but do you ever see yourself doing anything for any major people anymore uh if the well if the financing is right yeah okay so is right yeah oh. or if it's a, or and or if it's the right artist right situation mm-hmm. but more so more so it's gonna be the right artist right situation right situation now, yeah right now i have I pretty much have control over what I want to do. I don't have to strip and scrump for, you know, like like hustle like that. I don't have to do that. Yeah, that's you know, I kind of pick and choose. Is there is there any advice would you want to give to any up and coming artists and producers in the game? Be original. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Be original. Do you don't do somebody else stuff and then say you don't. Now, be original. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Can we hear some original stuff? Can we not hear the same drum sounds <laughs> on records? Can we not hear the same flow? Can we not hear this, the 808 tune the same way? And the next one made a beat. Can we please stop hearing the hand claps? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Can we stop hearing that, please? <laughs> Man. He going in. I can't. He going he in. He is going in. You know, it's so crazy. Slice. I could talk to you all day. I still got more questions to ask you, but I know you. But like, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't. I ran out your time, man. I don't, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But but I appreciate it because you impact so much information that, and I hope a lot of a lot of people didn't know, huh? Yeah, we could do a part two. Or yeah, I was gonna say yeah. No, we, yeah, we need to do a part two because. I have other questions I have to ask you, especially even with Verb, because I'm even curious about his situation. Why he never blew it up? I could talk to you about that. We could do a part two on that. And but at least in my opinion. Now, having said that, I I can reach out to Verb see if I can get him. If I can get him, that I can link you two up, and Please. y'all can the three of you up, and y'all can, yeah. and he'll, he'll answer any question you want to ask. Please, I want to talk to him because it 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 done it didn't make no sense how Luke how Trick trajectory me and I've always thought that I hope Trick that don't get mad but Verb was the better lyricist. Yeah, he was absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely. talking about. He agree with you. Absolutely, hands down, the better lyricist. You know what I mean? It, 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 I get killed when I tell people that on the Scar record. I say I say, hey, that boy killed the record. He killed yeah, it. Was- the, it, the, what, 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 they, what they heard from Trick is Trick had a style that nobody was doing. He swagged it out. That's really It wasn't right. really that's about lyrics. That, that's all but Trick ever did. He swagged out the record. Swagged it out. But Verb, 
Verb, um, he could have been, in my opinion, and this is, heck, I put Verb in my top 10. If I had to go with unsigned artists, well, not he was a signed artist, but I mean, like, local artists, Verb was in my top, in my top 10, near top five. Yeah, yeah, mine's too. Him, you know yeah, mine's too. If, if, if there's probably a couple that you guys may not know about, but um, Verb easily. I mean, he was somebody that I could listen to him like, this kid has style and lyrics. And he don't look, he don't look like he would rhyme that way, but when he starts spitting, he's like, matter of fact, I got a song with him that I will send to you that we did called The Exodus. Wow. We recorded that. He was in Miami. I was here. I was in Egypt. He recorded the vocals and he sent me the vocals. And then I cut the, I put the beat around him. Yeah. We, we definitely, you see, we definitely need to do a part two. And I definitely need to talk to him because, you know what I mean? And, and, you know what I mean? His story is way more important because I, I I would love to hear that because nobody you know I me mean? and this is the reason why I say this a lot of people don't a, a lot of people forget who the, who made the other major people and I don't mean no disrespect to them like mm-hmm. and this is why I didn't choose this is why I didn't choose to go speak to Luke or Trick or Trina and stuff like that because people already know who they is I want to know who the people who helped them get to where they got to go and 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 be able to give y'all y'all flowers. Because nobody, you know what I mean? And because there's a history that's going to be gone forever. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't even know you know this, but people don't even talk about Miami music no more. Well, see, I'm out here, so I'm, I'm off the radar. <laughs> you, you off the radar. But for me and Ron, to be honest with you, I've been able to chronologically listen to y'all, listen to y'all music since, since I've been here and I've been in, 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 in seeing the way music tradition and to see how people don't even talk about these people no more. Right. They don't even get their flowers done. Rick Ross, Trick, all these people don't mention the Gucci crew, Young and the Restless. They don't even mention the people that was on, you know what I mean? The people that was even on Luke Records. It was a lot of them. LaJuan Love. he's another. Matter of fact, Ronnie, I don't know if you know this, LaJuan Love is from our neighborhood. He graduated the same high school we went to. Yeah, I had this guy. Yeah, you know what's that? He, 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 you see, he's from Adapata. He graduated from Jackson. You know what I mean? Matter he's another. Fact, matter of fact, the only, there's a, there was a group out there called uh, the Steel Band. Never heard of them? No, never heard of them either. They, yeah, they, I just heard of them too. They were pretty nice. You see what I'm saying? So I just want to be able to, 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 to have this information for kids who are growing up when they start to discover y'all records. And thanks to the internet, a lot of y'all records are being found online now. Because people mm-hmm. who. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have a people digging in the crates type people who yeah. have your tapes, they're digitizing them, and they're uploading them up there now. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I've seen, like I said, I've seen quite a few uh, rappers and arts. Oh, <laughs> uh, quite a oh few that, and, uh, yeah. You see, that's another one of my favorite rappers on Society's album, Rappers and Art. He, 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 he goes on up there. So that, that, that's my thing, Slice. I just want to be able to give you your flowers. I want people to hear your story. Oh man, that's what's up. I appreciate it. I appreciate it for all praises to the most high. And yes. we hope that I hope that 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 the music is that that uh was not appreciated back then is appreciated now. But there's a lot of music that was out there that was not really appreciated like that. And no. did not and did not get a chance to shine
like certain other artists did get the shot. And I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying, you from Miami, you should be able to shine. Like everybody should get equal shot. No, definitely. Definitely. And let me tell you something. I'm going to say this, and this is a prayer from the most high. Hopefully we can get some money up to buy back the masters from jo Joseph Weinberg. <laughs> let me tell you love, something. I would love to. If I could get, if I could get, if I could get the yes indeed, the masters to yes indeed, one of the first things I would do is grab the acapellas. I would grab the acapellas and remix those songs. I would love to hear that. The original version, and then I would do remixes to those songs. I got remixes for those those tracks. And let me tell you something. The most high is always working. You never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. right. Indeed. Indeed. Definitely, brother. And we're going to end it like that, man. Right. Ron, you got any... I ain't got nothing else to say. We out, baby. Man, I just appreciate y'all just listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.